Try to get close as I can to it. Already, brother. Already. Yeah, final word. <laughs> and it's final. Yeah. Yeah, man. I get down. Y'all know how it goes. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> 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 Ooh. Say, it freaks it out of you, though. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that beat. That's yeah, man. That's one. You gotta have a glass of wine. You know, at the end of the game, they be talking about wine. Glass of wine. Ooh, we must be feeling good after that letter, brother. God. A T L. A T L. We had them people holding up the mail. They didn't know what they was doing. Hey, bro, they thought we was giving. They thought we was giving them props, bro. It was part of the joke. Man, they was part of the joke the whole time, bro. Oh, hey, for <laughs> law, I don't know how you come up with that stuff. That boy law say, man, A-T. <laughs> now listen, everybody that's listening, he emphasizing the L in L. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was they, cause they, yeah, cause they they Atlanta Falcons, like I said, they talk a lot of trash. I got a homeboy who's a Falcon fan, and he every year we just go back and forth. And I ain't even been messing with him the last couple of years. You feel me? Yeah. Even when we beat him, I ain't even messed with him. And so, you know what? Now you mentioned, I'm going to have to just get in his inbox because he ain't said one red cent. He ain't red said one red cent. And I ain't trying to be that guy, but I am. <laughs> no, you got to be that guy. Got I'm going to be that guy. This <laughs> shit. <laughs> and then he'll be like, oh, it don't matter. I'm sorry. They always say that. You weren't saying that before. We're going to smash y'all. We're going to smash y'all. Yeah, we weren't good no way. <laughs> yeah, man. Ain't it amazing how the whole world is quiet this year? Wow. It's usually ways, way more talking. Hmm. Oh, yeah, my uh, Cleveland Browns fan. He, he, he don't want to get in his inbox. He always be talking all this trash. And I'm the Browns? I don't even hate on the Browns. But you make me so mad about them, I'm going to just want to kill them. And so now, <laughs> what happened? Hey, listen. You feel me? Hey, th- do I? Man, listen. Petty feels yeah, so I, good. Like, I can be, you feel me, boss? Like, I can oh, be yeah. a super petty guy. Like, I can be super. Petty. Yes. I try not to be, but I can be petty, guys. Man, like, I'm real good at it. Hey, I just think it's right, bro. If you petty to me, I gotta get you back, man. Mm. Sorry, man. You know, after I go to church, I'll turn up the cheek. <laughs> but Monday, right. <laughs> you gonna get that smack. The gloves. Monday, we coming. What you say? The gloves. Yeah, gloves. Hey, Joe Chitrina said he shared already, man. Thank you, Joe. Oh my. The Italy we Joe. Gino. Yeah. yeah, man. Italy. Way from Italy, dog. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's dedication. You've been there from the, from the, from the beginning, dog. You've been there from the beginning, man. And say, listen, the Facebook emojis, they go on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all just keep that in mind. So anybody want to enhance the show with them emojis? There you go, Joe. Here we go. My boy Joe, he got the big thumbs up. Yeah. yeah, 
That's what Facebook do, man. So we can put y'all comments all the way in the show, bro. Yeah, we we rocking like that. All right, man. It's time to get the, the show on the road, man. We've been been stalling. Uh, let's get it. You first take that that little little. Yeah, let's go, man. You know we go we go give him the whole thing today. All right. Yeah. yeah. We ain't played the intro in a minute, man. We've been slacking. We go give y'all a little bit of that business, and then we go get right into the content with yeah. the fire crew. Oh yeah. Let me see you running uh. up in the chat. What's he gonna do? I've been really in the field. I never feel lately. I just wanna run it up. Don't need hmm. no deals, I make the deal. Have to take it to Ooh, me. Lately, I just wanna run it up. Uh, yeah. uh, uh. Time to check the song. Lately, I just wanna run it up. Man, that song just means something different when you're saving it, too. Need them ones, I need them fives. <laughs> need them tens, I need that change. To the blues inside. Yes. Pace, it's all the same. I still sit and roll my chains. Take some losses when I play. Charge it to the game. Oh, what about throw that money? Oh, still the same. I switch your size. Now it's about loyalty. Use the size off for the bag, and that's worth more to me. I mix Nike with designer. I experiment. You just rock what's on the shelf and I'm not feeling it Search for the one, but baby girl, it's not the real as this Can't trust a soul, I keep a hammer, call it too legit I've been really in the field, let her rush, I let her feel Call it too legit He said call it too legit Yeah, too legit It's on you, big Hammer on them fools Well, we got big homie, it's on you We kicking it off with you, big, big homie Oh, it's, 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 it, we start with me again? Man. Okay, well, let's do this. How about them Cowboys, dog? How about them? Man? How about them, man? You know, we talked about it last week. I made a post about it on my Twitter. I said mm-hmm. the Cowboys need to have a dominating victory. A, not no win by three. Not no we took it in the fourth quarter and they pulled it out later on. Need to be all the way dominating so people can understand and know that this team is for real. No doubt needs to creep in, and we can be right back on it. And that game was really a, a, a blip in the road uh, with the Broncos. Uh, but plus, the Broncos had a better defense than the Atlanta Falcons. Let's keep it real, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it was great to see them just go off like the way they did, and the way, especially the defense stepping up the way they did in, in the back end with Jordan Lewis, Anthony Brown, Diggs all getting picks, especially Jordan Lewis. Had one of his best games of the season. I like think like oh two tackles, had yeah. four pass defense, three pass defense, the interception. He was all over where. And I think his his play, um, his first pass deflection on the fourth down, I believe to me, I'm gonna say that was the play of the game. Because right after that incompletion, Dallas went right down there and scored and took it to 14 and three. Then it kind of kind of got rolling after that. But he had two critical back-to-back uh, pass defense. And I just uh, really like how the way they, they stepped up. Uh, Dor- uh, Dorrance Armstrong Jr. went nutty. He was uh, uh, nutty. You know, in that backfield. Uh, you know, we needed them uh, to do that thing. We were wondering, is Dorrance Armstrong, those guys going to step up? And they stepped up to the challenge, and that was a good thing to see. Mm. Great stuff, Big Game James. Can, can you give one of them bomb things for Big Game James? 
Well, well, I get a, a clue bomb. The bomb thing. Clue bomb. Oh, just, just for the oh. recap. This no, that's the horn, dog. You need the clue bomb. The bomb. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah you gotta. You gotta. Hold you gotta on. Incorporate that. This in. right here. Yeah. No. Oh, 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 oh baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he wanted. I know what you yeah, want, big homie. Oh, no. Cliff is good. Uh, for that. That's what you. That's what you just. That's what you just got. Ricky. So, I definitely want to talk about obviously the response um, with Atlanta because with Atlanta it was epic what these guys did, and I actually said if. Now, if, yeah, listen, I said if, focus on that word, if, if a loss would bring that type of Dallas out before the post, I would take another loss, even though I don't think they're going to need it because everything came together, like everything, special teams, mm -hmm. offense, defense, they was consistent. Like, think about it. They literally tapped out Atlanta. They mm. choked them out. They make made them, them quit. They make them tap out. <laughs> so so it's one of those things, man, to where we showed the world uh, that this is a Super Bowl team and a lot of people not shy to say we are the top contender. It's just, and I think Big Game James said this a long time ago with the leadership of Dak. Bro, I think this is real. I think it's time for us to get over Jason Garrett and the fears that we've all learned to have and the pessimism that we learn to have because yep. this is a totally new squad and totally new regime. And we need to accept it. You got a beautiful woman. Accept it. She good to you. Go on, calm down. Love the one you with, Luther. Oh, you want me to go ahead and roll with it? Uh Boss Cowboy. Jump on in there, Law. We all, be, we all being, we're being diplomatic today. <laughs> shout out to you, the OC. I see him over there in the cut. Uh, if you guys ever eat barbecue, there, there's a lot of sauces out there, man. And mm. I find myself going back to Sweet Baby Ray's, man. Uh, at the mm. end of the day, they're consistent with their flavor. And I know that there's other barbecue sauces out there, right? But the consistency is what we're looking for. And what I'm looking at, people been looking at the blueprint and trying to find out the secret sauce of the Dallas Cowboys. Like the movie way back in the days, The Good Burger. You know, home of the good burger. You remember that? You know, it was the special sauce that everybody wanted. And and, and the special sauce, Cowboys being balanced, baby. Uh, with, of course, Ezekiel Elliott having the game that he had, and as well as Tony Pollard. None of those boys rushed for over 100 yards, but collectively, they did. And they utilized with less equals more. 42 yards for Tony Pollard and... 41 yards for Ezekiel Elliott, it keeps the team honest. And then the Cowboys being balanced the way they are with passing of the ball with Dak Prescott, that is the weapon. That is the secret sauce. So how do you break that down? How do you destroy that? You can't. And how you do that, uh, the OC, is looking at this offensive line, the front five. You know, I'm going to let him dive into that part of the uh, conversational piece. But those guys, from one week to the next week, exceptional you know so i believe if you keep dak prescott upright you find alleyways and holes for the running back to get there and then on top of that you don't wait forever in the day to give the ball to the game changer i'm gonna give it up to you big game james you was right you was right 
Can, can, can you put the camera on Big Game James? I, I oh yeah, of course. See, I just need to see his face yeah, yeah, when I tell yeah. you. Uh, is it, oh. you. You was right. They gave Hold on. It to see we gonna do more than that. You know, put hey, it I love being a cowboy. Big Game James. Game changer. <laughs> Let's have some fun. Let's have a good time, man. Let's kick it. Get a big homie the whole thing. Big game, James. <laughs> Dog, you was right on C Dangerous Lamb. Shout out to the lunatic for coining that name because they figured it out. Get hold on. To right on hold, what? Hold, hold, hold. Boss Cowboy, you know me, you and I, we all Don't. on the same page with Amari Cooper. But the okay. game right. changer, the game Hope. changer is getting the ball early and often to see Dangerous Lamb. You saw it was a, a pass to the flats, a bubble screen here, a deep pass, even though he's isolated Leader in receptions, hey, leader in yards, leader in touchdowns. Hey. First cow- Cowboys. I, I, I don't let me pull up the stats where he's got the, the 1,500 yards. I, I, wave, I wave the white flag. I know when to wave the white flag. Thank you. I appreciate you, Steve. That's why I, I like know when you, the, I know I when to wave the white flag. going to fight it to the end. Boss is going to fight it to the end. That's okay. He knows it. He knows in his heart now. Hey, OC. What? He knows. He knows in his heart. He knows in his heart. He knows. He knows. You, you know, because when you look at it, dog, game-changing yeah. plays. Remember, yeah. remember when we started this conversation way back? We said, who makes the game-changing plays? God. Now, who was the number one receiver? Now, who, who catches the ball and never drops it? Who was the game-changer? And guess what? <sighs> C.D. Lamb is the game-changer. Oh, Hey, I love being a cowboy. You- God, dog, I'm not going to do it today, man. I'm not going to do it. Let's have I'm not going to do it today. Let me use a metaphor, uh, boss cowboy. Let me use a metaphor. I please do. You know, Amari Cooper is the vase, but C.D. Lamb is the water that goes into the vase. He holds everything, oh. but you need the water. And he's fluent. You know what I'm saying? And that is what C.D. Lamb is doing. And, of course, the person that's holding the vase, we can go all down to technicalities of it, is Dak Prescott. He's holding the vase, which is Amari Cooper. And the water that's being poured into the vase is C. Dangerous Lamb. He just was able to fluent that thing, man. He was just so nice. Wasn't he nice, boss? Was he nice? Oh, super nice. You ain't going to get no nice. Lamb did, did his thing, bro. Did he changed the game. He did his thing. He did his thing all the way. But James is going too far with this game changer no, stuff, no, bro. No, no, really. Man, listen, I'm going to end this whole debate right now. The camera's on me, so everybody got to hush. Because I'm getting ready to talk up in here, bro. Because we know who the game changer is. We are, Listen, before we... It's a big thing for Boss Cowboy to actually say publicly that he drunk Kool-Aid. Listen, I do up not in here, man. drink I Kool-Aid without stick. first measuring. God, dog, they got to set order up in here, man. Let's set some order. Because there was a question that was asked the Minnesota game. It was two receivers on the game-winning drive, and they was having a conversation that we all know about. And this is how the conversation <laughs> went. Who go catch this game-winning ball? Don't do that. 
No, 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 I'm doing it. Because the guy that's the game changer was the guy who told him the young pup how things was going to go. He said, young pup, sit down. This is my ball. And he won off a bad hamstring. Y'all need to stop this. Well, hold on. Okay, so you're saying that he won a game, right? He had a game changing. He had a game ending reception right this no, CD no no it's and more than that I said more than that big big I said the grown men had a discussion and he said young pup no, young Jedi I'm taking grasshopper I need he to said, talk to I'm you taking this one no he ain't gonna take everyone though he said I'm gonna take this one this one's mine that's what he said and well you slick the young pup what? the young pup said, okay you know what Coop? I defer to you on this one but guess what <sighs> that next one boy you know who's gonna get it and like we said we see who threw, who the first play of the game when you threw it to CD and he turned up and got away down the field you was already like, okay, yep. And did you see that laser that Dak threw off his back foot in yes. the CD with the toe tapping? Bap, 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 bap. Here's the thing about Amari Cooper. I love Cooper. I ain't never said I ain't love Cooper, but he's Mr. Silent Assassin. He's Mr. Consistent. He's going to get you those consistent plays, move those change. But the game-changing plays. <laughs> so, so when you talk about tempo-shifting plays, and you talk about running the catch threat. C.D. Lamb is top three in the league in terms of run after the catch ability. That's why we started off early in this game throwing him the screen. He got busy throwing throwing a, a ball to a spot in the end zone, right? They didn't throw it to C.D. Lamb, right? They threw it to a spot. That's what Dak Prescott did backing up. He threw it up to a spot, Boss Cowboy, and C.D. Lamb got there and made that touchdown, right? He beat everybody one-on-one -on -one, just about everybody one-on-one -on -one, okay and he gets the chunk yardage he don't catch a ball down he ain't catching and cuddling he's catching and trying to break a tackle get up the field and make a play and he's done it all year long boss cowboy and that's why cd lamb is a game changer no shade on anybody else no disrespect <laughs> to but cd lamb is the game changer man we got to pay some bills man we got some super chats and later in touchdowns Oh my gosh, man. See, he tried to sneak that in there, man. Try to get me back in this fight. Now I'm out of this fight. Let's, yeah, no, pay, some bills, okay, let's, let's, cool. let's pay some bills, bro. Let's go. Let's go. Let's pay some bills. I ain't getting me. Let's talk about some football. Quincy said with a super chat if Collins start at right tackle, nepotism is real. And then Tyrone Church said Amara Cooper, the water law, because. Cooper got the cover CD Lamb can eat with Cooper Lamb will struggle. Ooh. See, I no, leave that, 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 we're not going, we're not going back to that. We're not going back to that. That's not true now. That's not true now. But uh, this the deal. Hey, my hands. So, hey, hey, my hands are up, man. I, look. I just like what I'm seeing. I, I'm enjoying the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying good. the moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They both ball. <laughs> they both, yeah, both ball. But, um, Let's address that super chat because he said if college started right tackle, nepotism is real. Um, yeah, let me let me take that one. I don't know if nepotism is real in that scenario. I just think they're going with a lineup that they think gives them the best chance to win at this time, right? You notice in this game, and it wasn't because people have, I think, a little bit misstated what I'm about to say. They did use slide protection, right? They did use slide protection. But it wasn't just to help steal, right? At the on the left on the left tackle, it was also based upon the alignment and how the Atlanta Falcons was trying to blitz an extra man off the blind side. So they used slide to catch any other A and B gap blitzes 
up the middle of that offensive line. So I think that, man, the key with this offensive line is change of pace, play calling, and solid fundamentals. And if you put these guys, and I think right now, Collins and Steele, if you put them in a position where they got to hold up for, for five or six seconds, you go get pressures and sacks. If you run tempo offense like they did this particular game, we saw a combination of the Minnesota Vikings game plan and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game plan all mixed into one. We saw catch and release. We, we saw express offense with the screen game. We saw the crossing underneath routes. We saw the fade routes. We saw power football. If we keep consistent with this recipe, it doesn't matter almost who's up there blocking. We'll more than likely come away with a W, man. Well, mm. you're talking about a lot of slides, and um, I'm looking at placements too, uh, power, strength to power. And the biggest part that I saw that slowed down some of the momentum, although we was up, you know, by many a points, was a guy that wear number five and two, you know. Uh, everybody else we spoke glowingly of. And then on top of that, even uh, Tyler Biotish, he's stepping mm-hmm. up a little bit, but that five, the, a guy that wears number five and two, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to say his day, but he, he got on my nerves a little bit. Uh, what 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 is going on? Is it mentally at this point, or is he just being out physical and he just reaching? What what's but, going on but, with that? But law, talk to me. Law, law. Talk you to you me. you you know on them thirteen penalties though, law. All of them have some of them been bogus. I'm not just facts, defending facts. this guy, right, right? But you know some of them calls have been bogus that have been called on him. And here's the thing, and I I think boss, me and you, we didn't talk about it, but I think you liked the tweet when I was like. It's crazy about Connor Williams because dude got 13 penalties, like damn near tops in the in the whole league. But then when you go about everything else, this is his best year on pressures. Nine games, only 10 pressures, only giving mm-hmm. up one sack. That was in week five. You know what I mean? Like uh, statistically across the board and his uh uh uh, uh, uh total efficiency, uh blocking efficiency is as high as he's been in his career right now. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy that we say this about the penalties and we get frustrated. But when you look on the other hand, he's having a, even a better year than he had last year. And last year was his career year. Mm-hmm. Let me just Connor Williams real quick. There's a good and a bad about Connor Williams, okay? Because I don't have faith against Connor Williams. I think he's a scrappy dude, man. I think he got a lot of heart. So here's the good of it. The good of it is that Connor Williams is completely committed to playing physical as he can play. And he, he has a win at all cost mentality. Right. That's holding, hitting you, that's chugging you, that's doing whatever he can to make sure you don't beat him. That's the good of it. Okay. Now, here's the bad of it. The bad of it is, is he has a reputation now for holding. That's the bad of it. Mm. So when you get in games, the back judge is going to be looking at 52, and they're not going to call every penalty on a big game, James. I looked at some of this film. Now, he, he got away with some as well, right? So they didn't call every single call on him. So I guess the ones that he got away with, maybe offset the bad ones they called on, maybe. But when you have a reputation for holding and your hands, are you hold on too long? I don't think it's mental, uh, Law. This is physical. You're holding because you are over you're overcompensating for strength deficits. That's how that's why you hold and you're not moving your feet. So long term, I don't think the Cowboys resign him. I've said this again. If you have a healthy Tyron Smith. I feel no issues with checking out LC at that left guard position, putting still where he's more natural right back at the right type of position. Because honestly, still, still doesn't look comfortable 
playing that left tackle. He don't look comfortable. He's doing what he got to do. I commend him. He's hanging in there. But in terms of his speed and how he's carrying the sets, man, he's not comfortable yet. So that's my take. But OC, but OC, mm-hmm. what are they going to do with McGovern, though? What are they going to mm-hmm. do with Connor McGovern? You already had multiple times where they've had teams that tried to poach Connor McGovern and they said no. So that tells me he's part of the future, right? Right. They keep on turning yeah. down trade. Yep. So shouldn't Connor McGovern get a shot at it right now? I feel what you're saying, OC, uh, about the overall better player at the left guard, like overall, I get that. But isn't Connor and Connor McGovern pretty good? And do mm-hmm. we really think that if we insert Connor McGovern right now, would the team fall off? Do we really believe that right now? No, listen, big game. I agree with you. And I, I talked to Boss Cowboy about this off the air. I think that Connor Williams is probably like our seventh best offensive lineman, right? Yeah. I think he's our seventh best offensive Seventh. Lineman. Wow. Seventh. Right, he has but he's our second best. I like Connor McGovern over him today, right? Mm. So if you inserted Connor McGovern, I'm not mad at that at all. I think what's going to end up happening is that he's going to get a shot at it in the off season, and they go look at him as a hybrid center and also guard. And based upon how bad he has finishes up, he may get a real strong look at the center position. That's what I see happening based upon how bad he has finishes up the rest of the year. Well, well, let me ask y'all ooh, this before y'all ooh, jump into that. Go, go, go ahead with Coach Marv. I know you. I didn't see that on the screen. Go ahead, go ahead with it. Oh. <clears throat> my boy, Coach Marv said, "I'm telling you guys, Chris Jones for Kansas City would be a problem for Connor Williams." Facts. That's what he yeah. said. Yeah. yeah, he's a problem for a lot of people. <laughs> no, 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 no. We talking about our team. Our yeah, team. but he's different. I mean. Chris Jones is different. He's an all-pro. You know what I'm saying? So he's going to give a lot of people problems. But he is going to do probably give. But but let's keep it real, y'all. We said that, right? But even in that that Tampa game, he he had a little bit of his way. But Beatus was the one that got killed in that game. For real, for real. It was Beatus that got killed in that game. It wasn't Connor Williams. It was Beatus. He got murdered in that game against Tampa Bay. And I and I and I totally agree with. We all been knowing that uh, Connor Williams, his problem has always been power. That's been a one day one. We we yep. understand that and we know that. Uh, but to sit there and say, oh, Chris Jones because he's going against Connor Williams, like Connor Williams is going to have a terrible game. I just can't believe that. I'm sorry, not for me. I can't believe yeah. that he's just going to have a terrible game. And, and and then just to everybody's point about Connor Williams, like like you said, big game, James, he's having a hell of a year. 660 snaps, only allowed one sack, of course, and only one. Uh, uh, it didn't even allow not one QB hit at all. The 10 pressures, of course, that's coming from the inside as well as the 13 penalties. But if I'm Connor Williams' agent or rep, I'm sitting here saying, hey, this guy have 660 snaps and he only allowed one sack. And that's what I'm going home to, to all of these teams in the NFL, and I'm quite sure that, that he's going to get a fat check. But the Cowboys got to make that realization. Do they want to pay that, or do they want to insert Connor McGovern? That gonna be the that gonna be the money talk right there to everyone. Okay, y'all want to hear from Jerry? Yeah, hear from good old Jerry. Let's hear from Jerry. Wayne let's let's let Jerry dang. talk about this. Um, let's listen to Jerry on Lael. Steven sounded pretty optimistic yesterday about Tyron coming back for the Chiefs game. How, how are you feeling about Tyron's return for Sunday? Well, I mirror that. I, I would say that uh, I get the same information that he gets, and that's the way it looks. Uh, we'll see as the week goes along, but uh, 
uh, the, the turn is very, uh, uh, very, uh, I'd say, pre not predictable is the word, but he, you can measure uh, how he's doing, what he's doing. See, that's real important what he just said. Because they saying, Stephen and Jerry saying, they expecting him to practice Wednesday and they expecting him to play. But he also saying because of they've been dealing with him and his injuries a while, that he's predictable, meaning I'm pretty certain he go play. Mm. So anyway, let me let me keep going real quick. Uh, he's uh, he's the ultimate pro at this stage in his career, and you can get a good feel if he's going to be able to be active that week, and it looks good. It looks good. What are you envisioning happening with Steele when Tyron does return? Mm. I don't know, I, I, and I don't know that we know right now. But mm, 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 mm. no, Jerry, no, Jerry, <laughs> no, no, no. They asked him a specific question. They say, "What's gonna happen with T. Smith?" I don't know. You t no, you what telling me a billionaire? No, but what? It, you, this is what I take him from, boss. When he said that, I don't know. What he's saying is, Ter Terrence still has emerged now. Mm -hmm. Now, since Terrence still has emerged, now it's let's think about things. I don't think it's let's think about Tyron Smith automatically not going back into that lineup. I think they're now they're just they're just thinking about like all like you said combinations now. Now they're just gonna keep on. I think every game they're gonna look at those games now. I think they will heavily look at these penalties now. I think they will come into factor now if there is changes. You know what I mean? Like any kind of little thing that they feel like okay, well let's move, let's kind of move this uh, route and go this way. Uh, let's see. But let's also say this about Terrence Steele. I know he played better in that Atlanta game, went from 9-11 pressures to, like, only had, like, one. But let's also say Atlanta's defense isn't that good. It's not a good defensive front. And this is not diminishing Terrence Steele. But let's see him against some good rushers on that left side um, before we start saying, oh, he, he uh, it was on. I see it was only one game. He Let's, let's continue to see because the Atlanta Falcons defense wasn't that great. That front wasn't that great. Um, so let's continue to see how he's going to do on that left side because I still think he's better right. No, no doubt. I was saying, though, that Jerry knows what the plan is. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And the fact, you know, he said he don't know, but he fully knows. Yeah, he got Because that. they expecting Steele, I'm sorry, T. Smith to come back. So you mean you expecting him to come back and y'all didn't have a conversation about what the lineup is going to be? Mm. You know, continuity. They had that conversation. Continuity got to be the answer, though. You know, we seen how Yo. it was when we made the switch, the subtle switch with Denver Broncos, right? And then yep. now a full week, there was like two weeks of practice and everything looks better with the uh, uh, against the Atlanta Falcons. So what I don't want to see here is that, you know, three weeks down the line, something else go with Tyron Smith. And then and I'm not saying that you bench Tyron Smith, but what I'm saying is that you got to figure out a way to put some bubble wrap around that thing so that you can get a healthy. Let's let be real. We going to the playoffs, right? We going to playoffs, yeah. right? So we, we we want a healthy Tyron Smith in the playoff versus him coming out there. To rest, the rest him as much as you can. Rest as much as he can. And now we get the valuable lessons, the growing pains, too. Reps. reps with Terrence. Reps. Mm -hmm. 
with Terrence uh, 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 Steele at left tackle? Well, Law, I think T. Smith is going to play this game. Uh, so I yeah. think we go get an answer this week on what's going to happen with Steele or LC. And I'm going to tell y'all right now what I think is getting ready to happen. What's going to happen, dog? What's going to happen? The writing is on the wall. They getting ready to sit Connor Williams' butt down. I'm Ooh, telling you. So we'll know I'm some. I'm telling you. Look, look. If they start leaking, because Wednesday tomorrow practice, it's gonna be when they mm-hmm. open to the media. If they say, yeah. okay, now we are seeing multiple reps now for Lyell College, yeah, there I say, the, and, yeah, and, and left guard. Reps. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now, yeah, because all, yeah, yeah, because he was yeah. left guard all last week, right, right, right. <laughs> and see, but it makes sense for them to continue to talk in the public as if they have faith in Connor Williams. But Mike McCarthy, he's the total opposite. When you listen to Mike McCarthy talk about Connor Williams, he is shooting direct slugs at him. Listen. Connor Williams, he had three more flags. He leads the NFL in penalties this season. How do you sort through? Is it just something that you have to kind of just take? Or is, you know, how do you work your way through that problem? That's- well, the process is the same every Monday, and that's for every player. Um, you know, we we have a pretty extensive grading system. You know, every every play is graded. Uh, it's documented. It's it's put into a, a format, and it's not only done just for the grading of the player, but it's also done to help the players. Uh, you know, we can formulate self scout cutups on not as much as you know. So much goes into game planning on what they're doing, but you got to really be on top of what you're doing and what you look like. And so you clearly have a vision of, of the mistakes you've made and put on film. So, yeah, so I mean, that, that process went on this morning. Uh, so I'm more in an individual phase just because uh, we went victory Monday for the first time this year. So the, the meetings were set up between the players and the coaches on their own. So most guys were, were done by 1 o'clock today. Um, but, yeah, no, Connor, Connor clearly understands the way he performed. And, and, you know, we have a very competitive offensive line room. So, you know, we'll and, – you know, we have a very competitive offensive line room. So perform and, and, you know, we have a very competitive offensive line room. So, you know, we'll see what the future brings. We'll see what the future brings. Let me set the record straight on this real quick. If, if, if T. Smith is 80, 70, 70 plus percent, he should play. Right. Right. It's- way there's no way he should play put him right back at left tackle he is the best left tackle on this team and one of the top five best left tackles in the nfl mm-hmm. the only question is now are you going to start still right back at right tackle if i was the offensive line coach i'm not but if i was i would put still right back at right tackle and yep. let him get right back to dominate and say sir thank you for taking these two weeks for the team we appreciate you get your butt right back at right tackle and i expect you to dominate the same way you've been dominating as for you connor williams you are on a short leash sir and sir if i see something i don't like i'm taking you out of this game so fast we ain't gonna even know what happened yep. so that is my perspective so you would have so, so you yeah. would have so you would have leo collins sitting you would start tearing steel and then you would say well, Connor Williams, don't mess up because Leo Collins can take your spot. What? I don't. I don't want my one of my best players sitting and waiting to see if Connor Williams gonna well, mess up. Well, because this is the thing: the Cowboys are a marketing engine. 
and you gotta give people enough room to hang themselves. Now, to your point, big game, you could automatically just slip Connor Williams, right? Or rotate and split reps, right? Or you could play it like, hey man, you know, we go probably give him some reps. But one way or the other, it doesn't matter because you know Connor Williams will mess up at some point in this game. No offense. No offense, no offense to people that love Connor Williams, okay? But I'm just saying, you so, know at some point he's gonna mess up this game, right? And right. then you just say, Oh, hey, hell, get your butt in there. <laughs> Let's go. Well, well, well coach, so 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 you say if you was a coach, right? O C yeah. How would you explain that to Jerry Wayne and uh, also John Stephen Jones? Because they're going to be looking at you saying, okay, you making this decision. We want the results. We want the winning, you know. So uh, how are you going to explain to them on how you sitting back? Uh, I think he's a uh, 45 million, something like that. Lyle Collins, ain't, he's not cheap. How you Law, gonna, how you going to I'm going to be honest that? with you. Mm-hmm. I think them. they already know, bro. Wow. They already know, cause remember, wow. remember four oh, weeks no. ago. Started, no, no, listen to me. Put him right listen back to in me. the lineup, boss. Now listen to me. Remember, Jerry said four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He quoted this. He said, "I can see in the near future, Steele and Lael Collins on the field at the same time." Yeah, he did say that. He yeah. said that four weeks ago. The only thing that messed them up from doing it, in my opinion was T. Smith got hurt. So then they had to you go know, contingency you, plan on another contingency plan. But, you know Jerry old as hell, too. <laughs> but he's sharp as hell, too. And Stephen Jones also talked about this. I got quotes from Stephen. I got I got quotes from Stephen. And, and everybody is taking those penalties serious. Now, this is what everybody got, everybody got to realize. Connor Williams accounts for 18% of the team's penalties he is number one in the in league in penalty yards in the entire league so like i'm cool that he does play well he's a dog i would get in a dog fight with him any day but he's on a very very short leash and this is the last thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to just open it up. The last thing I'm going to say is I don't see Jerry and Steven watching Steele get all these developmental reps and improving and then putting that on the shelf. Because you see him getting better and better and better, and they have to walk and chew bubblegum. And walking and chewing bubblegum means we're getting good play out of him now, but we also building likely – our future left tackle and right tackle for the future. Why would they stop that? Because the tackle is more valuable than the guard, and he's developing. And I think they know that. Uh, somebody said, uh, "C. Will is the new Flozell." Big Flozell had it. I said, it, it, "Flozell can only hear out of one ear, right?" He, he didn't have that many penalties, though. Did he? <laughs> No, I mean, the only thing I can, I think they, the thing I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off, OC, uh, but the only thing I'm going to just say to that is that the way that they would not just say with the, with the, with the penalties behind the scenes, we know Connor Williams ain't coming back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So there would be no loyalty if you did, if you did sit him, he, I mean, he's coming for, he, Connor Williams is getting another contract. If the Cowboys bench him right now and yeah. he don't play the rest of the he year, getting paid. Connor Williams is still getting, still right. getting a multi-year he good. contract right. with another team. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. He's still getting a contract. He's only like 24 years old. He's mm -hmm. getting another contract, and it's going to be a pretty decent contract. Right. So that ain't going to stop him from getting his money. So that's why I'm saying, like, the only way that they would do it behind the scenes would be, like, some penalties and also that, well, he ain't going to be here no or no way next year. So you might right. well get to running this. I want to see – I know we've been talking about layup, but I want to see some Conor McGovern, dog. Me too. Because you got him in Hope packages. You got him at fullback. You send him out wide. He's mm. just playing good everything <laughs> you do. And the team ain't going – and he's the guy that has the power that Conor Williams don't. That's what I loved about him. The only thing Connor Williams, I, to me, had over McGovern was I thought the athletic ability. But guess what? McGovern been playing fullback and stuff, so that let me know he can be a little bit athletic. So now I've seen that, and I know he definitely has more power, and you're not pushing Connor McGovern back in the, in the huddle. So why can't we see this now? Yeah. It's the way he performed, and, and, you know, we have a very competitive offensive line room. So To your point. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Connor McGovern, you know man. That joker, man. He, he's a also – a team's favorite. You know, everybody talks yeah. about him, Connor. Yeah, man. Yeah. When you see how Mike McCarthy talk about McGovern, I think you're right, James. It could be him because he actually make the most sense. He said, Mike McCarthy said, man, I love the athleticism of McGovern. And then think about all the stuff that he's doing, bro. They literally got that dude doing everything everything yeah, yeah. and he ain't offsides right. tight end fullback center guard and he not missing a beat if anybody is fully earned the right to get their chance it's him bro it's let, him let me like you me like you this though all of y'all don't y'all like the spontaneity that he bring to the table though you know Ooh, don't, I don't, do. don't you want I do. him don't, I you don't do. want him just isolated at one spot that joker Ooh. right there, man. No, I like the spontaneity, but I also <laughs> like some good power every single down and don't have to Facts. worry about 10-yard penalties, too, because them big holding penalties, they come at the worst time. We've already seen it with Connor, uh, Connor Williams. Boss just said about the penalty yards. Them penalty yards come at the wrong time. It'll be like a big gain. It's always like a 12- or 13-yard gain. Penalty holding. I, I know 52. Tony Pollard was. You know pissed. what I'm saying? Yeah, Tony Pollard was mad. And, dog. And then, yeah. And, <laughs> and then and then even on this, you guys, I said this way before. If they really love Connor Williams all like that, and somebody said, "Well, it could be a luxury pick," I don't think so because when you wanted your offensive tackle, you got Tyron Smith. You didn't draft nobody right behind him. When you got Zach Martin, you ain't drafting mm. nobody. You said these are our guys. When you drafted Connor Williams the next year, you yeah, drafted Connor McGovern at guard. Mm. Preach, preach, boy! Y'all been listening to Big Game, well, James. Well, look, guys, man. Just like in case anybody's confused, Connor McGovern is a favorite son. This boy is a favorite son. So I is he? <laughs> I think he's turned into a favorite son. Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I, yes, I do. And I oh, think that he's. I can see it. I can see it. I, I, I took me a while. A coach. I can see it. I think I think regardless, he's going to get his chance. So I don't yeah. think we got to worry about Conor McGovern. I think regardless, he's going to get his chance. I think that they want to really let him sort out next year. And I think on the short term, if you want, as you said, big game, the $50 million man on the field and you want power and strength at the point of attack, well, one of the best in the league right now playing guard, however you want to do it, would be Collins at that left guard position. Talking about a power run blocker, talking about a guy that's strong just at the point of attack, his issue is still moving side to side and going upwards and backwards right now. 
But in terms of going straight ahead and banging and creating space, man, he'd be one of the best out there. So to me, that makes sense. Now you can leave McGovern at fullback. Now you can put McGovern in a power package. You can put him at a tight end. Now you can do all the nuanced stuff that you've been doing anyway with Connor McGovern. Hmm. I want Connor McGovern to play. <laughs> I want him to play. Want, yeah, he's better. I want him to play. Put him in, coach. Put him in yeah. because this team, I don't think, is going to fall off. And just like you said, OC, I think he's the favorite son. I think they really like him too because his dad, when Connor went, McGovern grew up, he grew up a football son, like a football. His dad was mm. a coach. So I didn't he, know that. You know, I talked to Cover uh, a few times. I interviewed him. He didn't get to eat. Wasn't eating the sweets. Wasn't doing anything. His dad raised him to play in the NFL. That's what he raised him to play in the NFL. And so that's already been uh, since the very beginning. And I think um, the Cowboys like that hard work, that gritty, gritty style that yeah. he has um, and that he's versatile. And I think that's why they really love him. And that's why he's become the favorite son, because you don't like somebody if there's been multiple times when Teaser said, what's up with Conor McGovern? And they said, no. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The, the game, the game um, that got my attention on McGovern was last year against Washington team. Everybody else was giving up sacks, but that guy in the middle, man, uh, Connor McGovern. I mean, that yeah, was the man. game that I was like, yeah, yeah, he's a real one. Say, so check this out. We got us a nice little old super chat. I want to address this one, uh, and then we go move off of this topic because I know we we stayed on this a lot. Um, um, Coach Marv said with a five dollar super chat. And if y'all got some super chats on your channel, obviously we'll take those too. And Big Game James, we want to respect everybody that's tuning in on everybody's channels. Um, but he said, major question. I know Connor Williams is playing okay. I grant that. But do y'all think Collins is better, is a better guard than McGovern and Williams? He asking, is Lael a better guard than McGovern and Williams? I guess we'll go around. We'll start with you, Big. I'm going to say athletically, I think he is uh, because it suits him better because of his knees and things of that nature. I do. I think he's naturally the better left guard than both of those guys. Um, so, yes. Um, so, but I'm going to just be honest with y'all. I, I, I just hope they figure it out because I want to see Steele and Collins play and McGovern in there. You know what I mean? I just hope they somehow figure it out uh, because uh, – I don't know, man. It's it's, a, it's the good thing about this, fellas. It, this is a good problem to have. It's great. Uh, this is a uh, you know because you know one thing that we've always been screaming about with the Cowboys is depth, 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 and that's what's been so huge for the Cowboys this year is mm -hmm. the depth. It hasn't just been our front line guys. We've always had the front line guys, but we've always been lacking that depth. And when we've had a major injury, any one or two injuries, season's over. Now you don't have that. So, like I said, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but it's a good problem to have when you got guys that can come right in and, and not miss a beat. And that's the thing that you want for championship teams. That's what you want to build, your depth, not just your starters. So when your starters go out, you don't fall off and the guy comes right in and he can still keep the, the thing moving. And that's when you build your championship team and those guys are cheaper. So I'm feeling good right now, fellas. I'm feeling good about these Cowboys Man. as we get ready to head to these Chiefs. I'm feeling real good, um, especially after this uh, big time uh, victory. I feel like it just really um, solidified their series. And, you know, man, you talked about this, boss. I think it's different because of Dak. I just really yeah. think that, right. you know, when, when the Joneses 
really signed Dak and didn't have the controversy going into the draft. Is he signed? Is he not signed? When they signed him, I think that really put him at ease. Like, okay, let's do this. You feel me? Because yeah. you, you you guys should know when when you're trying to play for a contract or you right. you, you always got in the back of your head. Oh, if I throw an interception, oh, what are they going to say? You know what I mean? Once he got his money, that's like anything else. The mind came at ease, and now we can just straight focus. And I think that was the biggest thing, him getting his money before all the controversy. And he just really put the stamp on the team. And I think that's one of the reasons. I know Mike McCarthy, I ain't dissing him, Kellen Moore, um, uh, Dan Quinn. But Dak Prescott has been the forefront of this, uh, especially after he got his contract. He's solidified, and I think that's the major reason why Cowboys are 7-2 right now. Oh, wow, man, shoot. Can, can he give that brother one of those uh, uh, applause or something, you know? <laughs> Perfect. There we go. There we go. <laughs> that boy good. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't even have to talk about the offensive line at this point as long as you got number four playing the way he's playing and making the shifts and the adjustments and making sure that he's reading, even on that big play to – Big games, games, James guy, the game changer. You know, I couldn't even say it quickly, but big game, James guy, the game changer. You know, it was uh, five versus six. He knew the pressure was coming, zero coverage. Dak Prescott drops back, and C.D. Lamb runs a seven route, and he's able to plug him, you know, money shot. So that is what Dak Prescott brings to the table. Now, when we start talking about the Dallas Cowboys in the future, Dallas Cowboys versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm quite sure that Dak Prescott heard all of the noise in the news all offseason that how much that this guy that got half of or a quarter of a billion dollars, Pat Mahomes, that he would never become a guy like Pat Mahomes. So I'm quite sure that Dak Prescott is looking at this opportunity not to show up on anybody, to show out on anybody, but I'm quite sure that Dak Prescott is is willing to play his best game on Sunday. Yeah, man, I think that, you know, if you look at going to uh, Coach Marv's question, I think that obviously uh, McGovern, in my opinion, and Kyle are better left guards than Connor Williams, right? Now, how Liel adjusts on quick movement and pass pro is my only question on the inside based upon what I've seen with his legs. Um, That's my only question about him. But if he handles that, and he should handle it because he's fighting in a phone booth versus standing out in the street corner fighting a tackle, I think that he would clearly, uh, based on experience and just his raw power, I think that he would be the best uh, left guard. That's the Coach Marl's question. Okay. And I also believe that Lael Collins would be a better left guard than um, Connor Williams. And and I also believe Lael has a higher upside than McGovern. Uh, I remember when Lael was drafted. He was drafted as a top 20 guy at both guard and tackle. Both. And... He has a lot of experience playing left guard, even though it was a while ago. Uh, he still has a lot of experience. And on top of that, he said out his own mouth that he favors playing on the left side. So to me, all the stars aligned. And he also, by playing right tackle, is getting them better game shape. 
So the best timing to do it is when you had to throw him out there to get his game win going. And and so I do think absolutely, Coach Maul, that the better guy out of the three is Lael. The guy that deserves it the most, McGovern, to be honest. I think he deserves it the most. I think he's been asked to do a lot. I think he's been completely unselfish. I think he's a role grader, like the OC says. But the upside is also very clear to me with Lael. Now, listen to this. So we'll see how the practices go. But, uh, uh, again, uh, uh, actually, Collins uh, really did some good things out there. He's going to get better. He's... Uh, as he moves on into the season, which is really a great thing for us because he's the uh, – Collins is the enforcer mm. of the offensive line. Mm. He's your attitude in the offensive line. He's got a, he, he's got a dark side, and it's a good side. <laughs> dark side. And so uh, he's, he's productive for us when we get him out there. Listen, Connor Williams – he can't make no mistakes against Kansas City. I'm telling you. If T. Smith is out there, even if they start the game with Connor Williams, bro, I'm telling you, he can't slip on a drip. He gone. He because gone. Jerry, <laughs> Jerry is making it clear. He making it clear. Lee L has a position on his line. <laughs> and I'm just telling y'all, I don't think Steele is going nowhere, y'all. I just think our front office, they how do you sit a guy who's showing that when you give him the reps, he make the most use of it? Why do you stop that development? You can't. And why would you do that for a guy you know you're not keeping? It don't make sense. Like, why would you? Like, I'm just trying to think to myself. Why in the world would you say this guy is continually? We just threw this guy at left tackle with no experience, and he swam after one week and after he got killed. Talking about Steele. Then a week later, he plays much better and not even all the way comfortable yet. You go sit that on the bench? Nah. No, man. That's happening, man. I mean, yeah, that dude's going. No. Man. I'm telling you, I'm not sure exactly how those scenarios go. Go. I told you what I would do if I'm the coach, but I think that it's already a plan of action in place to get yeah. Colin at left guard. I mean, we've talked about it for weeks, man. And, you know, hey, it, it's no shade on anybody. It's just, man, what's best for the team right now. And the power player, and when you talk about enforcer, right, if you hear the, offense, you hear the owner, excuse me, say enforcer, he's not talking about pass protection. He ain't talking about pass protection. Nope. He's talking about banging boys, yep. running over you, hitting you in your mouth, knocking you down, creating lanes, and being extremely physical and making you quit. Hitting you and making you quit. See, that's that old school football. We used to call it smash mouth football. Some coaches, Coach Marv, would say three yards in the cloud and the dust. It's lining up and just taking your soul, hitting you and hitting you and hitting you and driving you, and you're trying to stand up and beat the block, and you can't. You know why? Because you just ain't strong enough, and you're getting overpowered. The OC. <laughs> the film breakdown. <laughs> uh, I know we we pretty much covered all of that. I want to get y'all thoughts on Kansas City. 
Well, well, what we one, do one, of the thing, one of the things that I like to bring out uh, is that what Coach said, Mike McCarthy said about Dak Prescott. He mm-hmm. said, and that's a hard word to say, you know what I'm saying, to a man. He said he loves Dak Prescott. He did. Yeah. He showed yeah. did. He said he you, boy, L- you be listening. Dog, I was listening. I said, dog, he said he love him, man. He you know, showed L-O-V-E. You know, that's a, L- that's a hard mm. word for a coach. To, to say to a player or say about a player. Because he didn't love Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, because I'll wait for him to say, hey, I <laughs> love Aaron. He didn't love Aaron Rodgers, so he probably feeling great that I, I dealt with Aaron Rodgers even though we won. I actually got somebody I'm coaching that I actually love oh that we gosh. actually have a genuine relationship. But just yeah. to bounce off what you said, Law, when you were talking about Pat Mahomes and um, Dak Prescott, and you were talking about, hey, he may not take it personal like, oh, I'm trying to outplay you. Like, right. Uh, that'll take the forefront over the win but i definitely think it's in the back of his head like yeah i'm gonna have to let y'all know that i am just as good if not better than a pat mahomes if we're looking at it this year passer rating went clean that prescott over pat mahomes 121 to 109 passer rating under pressure that mm. prescott 80 pat mahomes 66 big time throws that prescott five uh, 5.3 uh pat mahomes 2.8 percent turnover worthy plays Pat Mahomes, 3%. Dak Prescott, 2%. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So when we look at these stats right here, Dak is just playing every bit of Pat Mahomes. So everybody Mm. can automatically say what this and that and this. But we ain't talking about who looks like the natural thrower or who this and that. We talking about who's a dog and who's the winner and who's going to get their team. I'm telling you, man, just Dak's person. I mean, when I look at Pat Mahomes, Pat mm. Mahomes is a dog, right? Mm-hmm. He's a dog. Right, right. But right. do I know if he's the leader like Dak, though? No. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. You feel me? Mm-mm-mm. You feel me? He ain't that. Totally feel you. Oh, yeah. He ain't that. Oh, and that God. goes a, lot, a long way because Dak is our, now Dak has made himself into this top quarterback and he already had them qualities before. So mm-hmm. that's why I say he better. Mm-hmm. Oh! You heard me say it. What a what a growl button, Law. Hey man, you, you know I told you my soundboard, man. The, oh, that's the kid, right. The kid that broke it. Oh. Oh, the kids that broke my soundboard. I got your back, Law. I got your <laughs> I got your back. I got your uh, back. Perfect. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah, I had to get that boy one of those. Perfect. Straight up, <laughs> man. Had to give him one of them. God dog, oh, man. That gosh. boy brought that that juice. Yo. So Law. Oh, see, man, what we gonna do about um, ho, ho, Kansas ho, City? Hold, hold, before you go further. Okay, okay. I, I just need to do a poll right quick for those that's watching. These are Cowboy fans. We got a lot of people watching right now. Who's mm-hmm. better, Dak Prescott or Pat Mahomes? Give me the plus or minus Ooh. sign. Give me the, 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 the give me the uh, the greater than lesser than sign. I want to like this. I want to know. Just, they just gonna say Super Bowls. They just gonna say the Super Bowl. That's the only thing they can use right now. I mean, come on. That's the only thing they can say. I'm liking yeah. don't this. Use that. Don't use Super Bowl. Don't, don't use, use Super Bowl, Bowl right because now. I can all imagine what Pat Mahomes would have looked like under Jason Garrett. You know. <laughs> mm, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Okay. I see a lot of Man. people. Y'all. Y'all keep posting. Speak it. Speaking yeah, with your chest, four. you know, or put yeah, or I'm put going like with four, put bro. Four in the comment box if you feel that four is I'm better than four, 15. Dog. I'm and going, I'm gonna tell I'm, you I'm why you gotta go with four. I'm gonna tell everybody why. Yeah, Mahomes has more arm top talent. We not crazy. Now we talking about arm talent, but arm talent is not quarterback. 
Quarterback is everything. It's decision-making. It's where that ball is placed. It's how you lead your team. It's who can handle Dallas. Oh, my God. Hey, 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 hey boss. I know, I know <laughs> yes. you, 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 you're around the same age I am. And yeah. So, so it's big game, James. Yeah. Jim, Jim Kelly, had, who had more arm talent, Jim Kelly or Troy Aikman? Jim mm. Kelly. Jim Kelly could sling that thing. Oh, Jim, Jim Kelly could sling it. Can Jim sling Jim it Kelly like him up. But, 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 but I'm going to ask you, which quarterback you want to go down with? You know what I'm saying? You going to go with. All day. With, the gonna, ache dog. Go Troy, you know the Aikman. <laughs> the Aikmanator. The Aikmanist. Aikmanominous. And, 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 and you know what's even crazy about what you just said with that uh, huh. law? Mm-hmm. That Aikman even said himself, said, hey. I could throw like all them dudes. I was just as good as them. But in our offense, get it. It didn't mm. really call for me to really do all that. So I had to really kind of just play a different type of game and had to be one of the most accurate type quarterbacks out there. What's Dak accuracy out there right now? Ooh, get him, Jay. Top in the league. He top in the league. He top in the league. That boy on fire. What's the, yeah. what's, what is the answer for this guy? I mean, that's a lady. Oh, y'all show forgive me. Now. Hold on. I'm a bad, my bad. A <laughs> little, little, little bit of a camera glitch, real quick. I like Ray Bennett now. Who Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Because she is definitely. Uh, let me see if I can get that. Uh, oh, my God. Perfect. Man. I mean, wait yes. A She's distraction, man. <laughs> my bad. Let me. Uh, can y'all stay focused? What's the else? For my boy Kelsey. Well, let me say Jordan Lewis, baby. <laughs> boy, you ain't paying no attention. She got nah. you tripping. Nah, let me say this, man. I, I'm gonna give you. Oh an my goodness, OC. Give me one second. Give me okay, one just, second, OC. Just, 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 just one. All right, all right. Go ahead, OC. Go ahead, OC. I'm gonna give you one. I'm gonna give you the answer. <laughs> let me let me say why Dak Prescott is the better quarterback. It's two words. All right, maturity and responsibility. So okay. Dak Prescott is more mature person, and he's the most responsible person. I'm not just talking about like his personal life. I'm talking about in the football game. He's right. responsible right. with the football. Mm. He don't force the football. He don't let you rush him into making bad throws nine out of ten times. He's not going to make a bad throw. He's going to play within himself, and he's going to th- make the plays he's supposed to make. And that leads to a reduction in terms of we know that Patty Mahomes gonna throw this ball away once or twice this game, right? Y'all know that, right? Oh yeah. He gonna get the ball to us. He he gives the ball to us. He gonna okay? <laughs> put pressure on him and he gonna get the ball to us. And mm. when we score, when we score off of turnovers, that's gonna be the difference in this game. Now, when you talk about Kelsey, Kelsey is a guy, man, that man, he's he's ultra talented, man. He's one of probably he's probably going toward one of the best tight ends that ever played the game. Right. To be honest, all right. So you don't really stop him, right? But what you do with him is that you contain him so that he's not ripping up the scene and making athletic plays and making catches on undersized safeties. But we got the perfect sauce for this guy. We got the perfect sauce for this guy. Curse. That can cover him, that can neutralize some of the things that they want to do with him. No, I'm going to tell you who he is. Curse. I said Wilson. that. That's well, what I just said. Well, well they, didn't, they didn't put curse on Kyle Pitts. They put Jordan Lewis on Kyle Pitts. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, now, I'm not talk saying that, talk, Lord. I'm not Lord. saying that, that, that Kelsey you know I mean? 
in Cal I'd Pitts like the is. same person. But what I'm saying is that I'm looking at the alignment and the assignment, and they had curse down inside the box there. So mm-hmm. are you going to compromise your defense now? Curse ain't great in coverage. great in coverage now. You know, he's good in hitting. No, he's not. Yeah, he's good on intermediate remember, routes remember and hitting. Remember I told you that, yeah. boss? Remember I told you that, boss? What? I said I said curse wasn't great in coverage. He's not. From A1 day one. No, he's not. But I, I, I hate to see. He good but, at tight ends, though. But, uh, That's what he good at. He good at tight ends, big. Remember what he did to Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard was all in his feelings because of curse. And Dallas, Dallas is Dallas a good Goddard tight end. Sus. He's sus he right He's sus? He no, Kelsey. no. <laughs> and he ain't no Kelsey. No, he not Kelsey. No, he not he Kelsey. Kelsey. But, but listen, I'm not debating the matchup because Law made a good point. Chess-wise, we all thinking curse, but it could be, to Law's point, a Jordan Lewis. It could. <laughs> and I don't want that either. Like I didn't want it against Kyle Pitts, but Jordan Lewis, he had a hell of a game. I was like, yes, wow, he did. where yes, is he Jordan did. Lewis? <laughs> talk that talk, Law. Talk it. Oh, say it. Goodness, say it. Jordan Lewis. I, I'm not going to say hip pocket. I, I've been banished from saying that one. No, I, no. I, I you was him. right. Uh, Why would you not no, say that? I, I can't say that. Truth. Right. Ain't, ain't that right, big agent? I can't call him, him hip pocket. Yeah, no, we can't. Yeah, no, they, they no, can be getting no, mad at you when you call him hip pocket Lewis. Like, you're like, ain't no hip pocket. Don't you dare call him that. Why would people be mad when they win at Jordan Lewis? You know why, boss. You know why, boss. I don't. But hey, I move on. I, I I feel the vibes. I will move on. <laughs> Hell of a game. <laughs> Hell of a game, Jordan Lewis. <laughs> Say, and Jordan Lewis, man. You Hell know what I'm gonna say? All the way up. Yes, and I'm gonna say this, and I mean this when I say this. I think he might be Diggs too. Y'all heard what I said? Ah, uh, he ain't no digs. Too. No, listen, he, listen. He ain't no listen. playmaker like no, him. No, listen. But before listen. you finish, but no, let me tell you, you why. Let you finish. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna just tell you why. I think he needed to get his confidence. You remember what they was calling him before Diggs even got here? They was calling him Ball God. Big he, facts. He big has facts. a he has a tendency to get in the ball, and a game a like what just happened with Atlanta, that almost took him back to the confidence of 2017. And if he has the, if he grows his confidence as high yeah, as Anthony George's Brown grew his confidence, bro, you go see that's two needed, guys. That's what we need to talk about right now. In the secondary, that's good at making plays on the ball. And I'm talking about Jordan Lewis. <laughs> I think Jordan Lewis go get him about three or four more picks. Mark my words. Ooh, man, don't you know what? Before the season is out. You got two Mark right now. Hey. You got two right. Hey. And well, I said hey, four well, before Brown, the season is out. But I'm saying Anthony Brown has three. So yeah, he before we talk yeah. about anything, let me go ahead and give him props because yeah. I think they're only completing like 54% against him. Uh, he has the best, besides Trevin Diggs, completion percentage against on the whole team. And he's like, I think the third leading tackler has three interceptions. Got to give some Anthony Brown props because uh, he's been much maligned. Remember we talked yeah, about hey, this, hey, boss? Hey, Big AJ, look, look at his run support grade, too. Look at his run support grade while you're over there. Look at his run support grade on AB. He's oh, good. he's he's real, he's real good in the run game. Hey, he's very efficient tackling. He's always – I mean, he's been a really good tackler. But I think uh, me and Boss had talked about this. You remember the game? I think it was – what did he have a pick? Um, was it Philly. Philly? Did he have a pick? Philly, Philly. Yeah. yeah. You remember Felt. when after? Remember yeah. when he got that pick? 
and we were all uh, getting on Anthony Brown, and he got the interception. We're like, oh, Anthony Brown got the interception. He's still trash, right? Like, right. Yeah, he's still trash, right? He keeping it so but, real. He could have had two that game. What I was looking at, what I was looking at, though, Mm-hmm. Was everybody on the team ran over to him? Right. Oh yeah. Dak Prescott was one of the first people ran over to him. True. So that let me know that behind the walls, they're all saying you a good player, so don't worry about what nobody else is saying. And he has that support as the team, and that's another step of growth, I think. Yeah. That the team well has taken uh, because you had Anthony Brown, who's maligned in the media from all of us, uh, but he continued to fight fight and the team continue to back him and pat him on the head anytime there was a play if y'all notice that y'all should notice that when anytime anthony brown make a little play they ran over to him tapping him up you know what i'm saying that yeah. goes a long way boss totally. y'all, y'all know oc boss if you might be in a struggle and your team is still behind you tapping you on the head saying it's okay it gives you that confidence back it keeps that confidence there for you to keep playing good ball yeah no doubt man no doubt well said man yeah, man, look, man, he's been much maligned uh, by myself. And, uh, Hold know, on. A line, malign is too strong of a word because I don't think any of us Well, he's been, he's been criticized. Okay? Yeah, Let criticized, me, for sure. Right, that, that's accurate. Criticized, all right, by myself. And look, man, I said four games. He's proved me wrong, man. This dude is balling. Uh, look, shout out to the, to the DB coach, Al, uh, Al Harris, man, who got this boy playing great. And the belief that Dan Quinn and the faith they put into this guy that's having him really step up. But one thing I'll say, man, when you have a couple dogs, and now they got some dogs in that defense, you can take a C plus player and you can make them a B plus player because a rising tide raises all ships. And that's what I think it is with some of the players on our team, including Anthony Brown, man. The culture of performance, the culture and the expectation and, and, the, and the grit of some of the players on the team is causing him and several other people to rise, man. So great job by him. Yeah, so I, got, I do have a couple of, go I'm ahead, Law. I got this shovel in my hand for a reason. And and it's Uh-oh. not for Trayvon Diggs it's because I've been putting dirt all over Anthony Brown, <laughs> especially after Week One. <laughs> Only one person came to his defense. I believe it was Okoye. You know, he was like, "Nah, law, he was okay, man. It was just that AB versus AB. It was going to happen to anybody, you know." And I was like, "Nah, I got the shovel. I'm ready to put in anybody. Look, look, I I can roll out there, but you know, Anthony Brown, I'm not going to give him no praises because." I think that this is working. The more dirt I put on him, the better yeah, he going. plays. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I ain't going to no give him no shine. But shout out to Anthony Brown, though. Shout out to him. I'm going to put some more dirt on you, though. Anthony, get down. Three, Brown. two, one, drop it. And remember, you are listening to nothing but the best. Let's go. It's time to do Oh, man. Say, if I put out a shuffle. <laughs> Y'all better keep putting that dirt on him. The moment you give him praises, boy, something happened to him. Oh, Fellas. why you gonna show that picture, man? Come on, man. Hey, man, we talking football. That's why I'm showing ah. the picture, bro. We, t- you know, what I'm saying we. Hey, so what's the answer? What's the answer to the racket? Get a guy underneath. A whole first lot of pressure. A whole lot of pressure. That's that's the that's that's mm. the a whole lot of pressure. We gotta get a whole lot of pressure on Mahomes. A whole lot of a whole it. The way lot they, of pressure. That, that play like gangbusters because the that that secondary play better last week. It 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 did. 
against them Falcons, but it is going to be a, 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 a animal coming with a lot of those fast receivers. That that's going to be tough, and if they letting Mahomes be in there too long in that pocket, could be some bad things that could happen. So Dallas definitely needs that front line without Randy Gregory. One more game, I mean another game. Demarcus Lawrence still probably going to be out. They got to get a whole lot of pressure. Michael Parsons, Dorrance Armstrong Jr., whatever you did in that game, you better do it again. Mm. Man, this is a simple answer, man. And this is how you really take away Hill out of the game. Bracket. You play cover you play cover two, right? <laughs> and you go shade that safety every time he runs those deep routes every single time, man. And the key is really to me, and I want to get your feedback on this, Boss Cowboy, because you're the cornerback here uh, along with uh, Law. Man, you got to be as deep as the deepest, man. You can't get caught peeking and play action passes. No, nah, man, you got to be playing deep to take away those deep patterns because we know that Pat Mahomes is impatient. And we know that if you force him to throw underneath, he's going to get impatient and try to force a football. And if he forces that football, that's when we'll get the picks on this guy. So, yeah, bracket coverage, but cover too, man. Safety help over the top every single time, man. And really, I would almost bracket rush Pat Mahomes because he's very, very quick-footed. He gets out of the pocket, makes off-platform throws very, very well. So me, I want to bracket rush this kid. I want to force him to try to step up in the pocket and make throws. Hey, O.C., let, let, let me ask you this, though. And I know I know, yep. boss know this answer already in Big Game James. What's the weakness of every cover two on the field? Weakness of every cover two is the middle of the field, man. Middle of the field. So you know they do. They 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 run as deep drags and they send Kelsey vert. They line up. They, they motion back inside and they send him vert. And that's the issue yep. there because you're gonna pretty much have him singling out by himself. And you got to have a damn good sticky nickel guy or safety that can follow Kelsey. So how do yep. you do that on a cover two on a consistent basis? Yeah, that, that, that's it. that. That, that, that's simple. You can disguise the cover two by showing a 3-4, to your point, disguise, coming out in the 3-4 shell, right, and still running it. You can run the 4-3 over. You also you also can do this, and this is what we hadn't talked about yet, but you get me accelerated on my points, Law, and I like it. So here's the deal. You also got somebody else that could totally eliminate this kid. He's called number 11. His name is Michael Parsons. On third down, you do have the option to put a sticky on him that can run with this kid easy and that will uh, deny balls and high point and that can deny balls that are even thrown high because he's just competitive. He's going to compete. That's Michael Parsons. So that's what you got underneath if you want to run the cover two. Those are some options. That's why, in my personal opinion, put a bigger, longer defender on him in a D Devon Curse who can actually handle big body guys that are done have elite speed. And obviously he's actually did this uh, previously this year. And also in Detroit, he's handled big body players that are not quick and shifty. I think he will be fine with Kelsey and coverage, which will be my opinion on how you do that while you run a cover two. You talking about like jam them underneath or, or, or off ball? Yeah, jam them underneath because we trying to get pressure. Jam them underneath, no free releases. No free releases. Jamma make his life miserable. He's a great route runner. He's going to fight to get open anyway. So fight this kid and don't make it easy on him. That's just my take. What do you think, Law? Oh, my gosh, man. Um, I watched how Green Bay played him. Yeah, and they, they played him. And they left him with very limited 
points. And it was exactly what you said, OC, where they played a lot of cover two, um, and they was definitely putting two safeties in the back, right? And they was basically daring Mahomes to run it. See, when they uh, when they do Dallas like that, Dallas will run the ball. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, oh, you, you dare us to run? Oh, we running. Who running? But Kansas City, that their weak spot, in my opinion, OC, has been Mahomes basically being too gunshot happy and forcing it. He's been trying to force it downfield. The scary part, though, I'm being honest with you, OC, Law, and Big Game. I'm being all the way honest. This is the thing that I fear. I think they've adjusted to the adjustment. That's what well, we just saw what, with the boss? Raiders. So, huh? Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I think they adjusted to the adjustment on them. I'm being honest. When you watch the Raiders game, because I've been breaking down their film today, so I'm kind of familiar <laughs> with what they're Yeah, pretty fresh, bro. I've been looking at I've been cracking their film all day. But um now Mahomes is getting like Dak to where he's taking what the defense gives him. Oh wow. So he's more patient. So it's almost like the game plan you talking about OC what was working, but now Kansas City is being a lot more patient with his decision making. They basically figured it out. I'm, I'm gonna let James so, go. Big game, James go. But I'm gonna ask you a question to follow up on that. Uh, uh, the, all right, uh, boss. But but let Big game, right. game go. Cool. Oh, I was just gonna say that the biggest thing to me is when we're talking about in this game, Dallas got to play with a lead. Dallas has to play with Lee because if we're going to talk about that, um, I still think that Pat Mahomes still will have that because he's got that natural trait to want to get it deep like OC was talking about. He's still going to have that impatience. So if Cowboys can jump on them early, especially up in KC, get on them like a 14-3 to early, that's going to have Mahomes, that natural thing in his head, I got to make a play. I got to make a play. Mm -hmm. I got to make a play. And that's when Dallas needs to be. We're opportunistic, right? We're still Mm. over plus five in the turnover battle. So we're still getting turnovers. So that can fall right into the Cowboys' hand. Cowboys have to play with a lead Sunday. I I, I want to know this one right quick, Uh, boss. Yo. Who's that weak one? Who's that weak one on that five, that front five? Because Pat Mahomes do got 10 interceptions, right, due to pressure and things like that. He's been sacked a plethora of times. So who is the guy on that front five since you've been watching tape? Because I I haven't plugged the tape in yet. I'm going to start tonight. But who's been that that, that guy? They strengthen both of their tackles. Okay. Um, To me, the real weakness is Mahomes. And the mentality of Mahomes. I know that so sounds crazy. So he's getting crazy. protected. He, he's 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 just not trusting himself. So he got protection. He's just from the film that I'm watching. He is just he's so used to being the miracle guy that when you put extra defenders back there, he still tries to throws into it. So what he haven't learned, he haven't learned patience. Right. He haven't learned like Dak. Dak is like, bro, I'm so cool with Zeke and Pollard winning this game. I'm cool with that. Mahomes is so used to 
oh, you got to carry the team, do everything. I don't think it's the front that's the weakness. I think it's Mahomes that's the weakness. And I think big games is right. If we can get ahead of them, you kind of baiting them into his weak spot, right? Trying to bait him into that tendency to try to make plays and do too much. And then when you do that without opportunistic secondary, he playing into our hands. So it sounds like a cop out, but I'm saying like this, Law. Big James, I'm going to steal what he said and say, our offense is our defense. No doubt. No doubt. And, and I'll jump back in and say something too. And that's why, Boss Cowboy, I mentioned go ahead and play the same type of fronts, right? Take away the deep throws. Force him to be patient. We know this is an explosive offense. These guys will go score, right? Mm -hmm. But we just want you to score fast. Mm. We to drive the football and if you got to drive the football and i know at some point i fully believe he's gonna make some mistakes in this game because i don't think he's fully learned the lesson i know they have adjusted to the adjustment but i don't trust pat mahomes to be patient because i don't think right now i think he will next year i don't think he has the maturity mm. to be patient. going mm. back to that one i don't mm. think he has the maturity to be completely patient and he is gonna get antsy and force the ball in certain spots and when he does We'll be there to take advantage of it. So the bend but don't break philosophy, boss cowboy, is how I want to defend the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, I love you. You know what I'm gonna say? Mm. I'm gonna say this: if you, I, I, a uh, law, I'm gonna say the weak spots is Orlando Brown Jr. Mm. and uh, 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 Trey Smith, but especially Orlando Brown Jr. Didn't they get a, him in a trade or something like that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they got him from the Ravens, right? Yep. Well, he, him and Smith are highest on the team with pressures, mm. 28 and 26 respectively. Woo, and he sheesh. gave up, he's already given up thus four and three sacks. Smith has given up four. Brown has given up uh, three. But just the last game, three pressures, three hurries. And they brought him over because they were like, hey, we need to get this back together because we need to get Mahomes. But he hasn't been playing the greatest since he's coming over there. So – We'll you know see. what? I, I mentioned uh, Mayfield, um, Jalen Mayfield, the rookie from Michigan. I said I watch him and go after him. Um, he gave up like five sacks and 31 pressures. And you see Dorrance Armstrong Jr. did that move on him. Whoop, mm. whoop. Sack. So keep an eye on Orlando Brown Jr. I'm going to say him. He's a weak link. Good facts, big. Great Game job. James off the top rope. Straight up. Loved it. So, um... Final words for me uh, is Dallas is definitely a Super Bowl contending team. Um, this is going to be a fun football game. This is Tampa all over again to where win or lose, this is going to be how we size ourselves against formidable opponents. Even with the record, we go still go in there and treat them like, they are the formidable, they are a opponent to take serious. So I know we're the better team. And as a final word, I'm going to say this for sure. Isn't it crazy to where two years ago or even just last year, Kansas City was considered the high powered offense? Mm -hmm. Now Dallas is clearly more high powered than them. <laughs> <laughs> so as a yeah. final word 
um, I think Dallas as a fan base and Dallas the team is new, brand new. Uh, shout out to my boy West Coast. He was in the building. No knock on Jason Garrett. What I'm saying is this is a whole new era and need to be treated that way. Mm. I think Big Game James said it a long time ago. He was dead right. He way more right now. With the leadership of Dak Prescott and Michael Parsons, the OC said that. Say, man, these guys are writing new destiny. And I think we go show a Sunday. We go put on the show. That's my final word. Mm. Yeah, so I'm going to jump in next, man. My final word is this, man. Just maintain intensity and consistency. Um, I feel like that the Kansas City Chiefs will make mistakes and do things to beat themselves. I feel like that it's going to be points on the board to be had. And I think the Cowboys are going to come up, come away with this victory, man. I think it will be a close game because it's, no, it's, it's not going to be really much quit uh, in the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to fight to the end. But I think that this is the game that you shut up all the naysayers and everybody around the country that thinks that you're a joke and thinks that you're not elite. If I'm the coach, that's what I'm saying. Let's shut up all the naysayers and let everybody know we're the best team in the NFL, man. That's my final word. Mm. All right. Well, <clears throat> my final word is this. Dak Prescott is the difference, man. Dak Prescott is the difference. Mm. Um, I think when, when, when he was drafted in 2016, I think we all thought he wasn't a finished product, and he's still not a finished product. But we thought, hey, he's still got a ways to go. He's still got to get better. And I think when we look at now 2021, this what makes me feel good about they can beat any team in the NFL now because we got a quarterback. I feel good that he can beat your quarterback and beat your team. Mm. And I really feel that mm. I feel good in this KC matchup because to me, Dak is deciding factor now. When we've seen the Cowboys since 2016 on on now, it's been Ezekiel Elliott has been the this and uh, Mari Cooper. It's always been somebody else except Dak. Mm. Now it's Dak, mm. and now we got Dak doing it. It's gonna make the difference of how this season going and how we play these teams. And that's why I feel good about going into KC and beating them because of a Dak Prescott now, and I mm. think he's the difference in 2021. MVP Dak. And uh, big game, and James. that's my final word. Oh, yeah, that was a good one there. Back, big game, James. Uh, Dak Prescott MVP level, right? You know, um, playing against a team that everybody know that this was the measuring stick. And of course, regardless of how Kansas City Chiefs started off at, a lot of pundits, a lot of people said that they were going to the Super Bowl. You know, that was the Super Bowl caliber team, and they'll be back in the Super Bowl. So now the Cowboys face the 6-4 and four Kansas City Chiefs, and they are the 27th-ranked defense. Lo and behold, we just played against the 28th-ranked defense last game, right? And you guys can put the outcome down below. But this team got a little bit more firepower, but they say two things travel in the National Football League. Big game, James. Balls Cowboy, the OC. We know the defense travel, right? So the turnovers and takeaways, we should be able to get that. Excuse me, the running game also travels. So if the Cowboys stay focused and balanced with this approach, defense travel as it relates to getting the turnover, creating pressure, we got a monster over there. Uh, one can argue that two players are being candidates as defensive player of the year. 
Trayvon Diggs, mm. as well as Michael Parsons. Both of those boys are bringing and delivering the heat. And, of course, people are trying to put the shovel on Trayvon Diggs, but all he's been doing is leading the league in interceptions, eight of them. I've seen some people post in the comment that, hey, what about Tim Patrick, whatever his name was, who burnt Trayvon Diggs? That was a couple of weeks ago. You learn from mm. that. You know, you, mm. you begin to say to yourself, okay, how can I become better? Oh, I had a rolled ankle. I'm not using that as an excuse, okay? So now we playing against a formidable team like a, a, a Tyreek Hill, a Travis Kelsey. I'm quite sure that what you guys are saying, punch them in the mouth early and often, and then we hit them with the run game. Be physical. Match their physicality and overtake it. Quiet that stadium down because the stadium is going to be loud. But this is the time that the Cowboys step up and rise up and let everybody know that we we are here. And just like Mike McCarthy said, he didn't say he liked Dak Prescott. He said he loved Dak Prescott. And I'm quite sure that Dak Prescott can really showcase to the world the reason why Mike McCarthy is saying those words because he's ready and he's MVP. That's been my time. I really thank you guys for yours. That's my final word. Salute. That's what's up. Law, real quick, could you tell everybody where they can find you? Oh, man. Uh, you can find me at Law Nation. Uh, that's on multiple platforms. Law Nation Sports, uh, pretty much on Facebook. If you're live watching there, be sure to hit that like button. Share. Sharing is caring, by the way. And uh, also on Twitter and Twitch, and as well as Instagram under that handle, Laws Nation. And where can they find you, Big? Oh, you can just check me out. Just what it says, Big Game James. Check me out on YouTube, my Facebook, uh, uh, Twitter. Uh, go out, to, go out, all three of those handles. Just type it in. You should see my face, and uh, there it is. And uh, hey, follow Boss Cowboy Sports on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can follow me, the OC One Hundred, on Twitter for the latest and greatest in Cowboy Sports News. Also, Big Game James, Law Nation, and Boss Cowboy Sports, do not forget to like these videos, share, and subscribe. Sharing is caring. Until next time, we out. Oh, that beat dropped in. Yeah. Shout out to Cowboys Perfect. XP, too. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get the button on. I'm going to get it. Here we go. Perfect. Uh-huh. That was it. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, and we got some events coming up, man. I can't wait to be coming to Dallas. Oh, my. That's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's going to go down. It's going down when I get down there. He's going to take the top off the defense. <laughs> Hell, man. yeah. Well, like, well, like CD said, we got three of them. Oh. <laughs> hey, man, we didn't talk about Gallup all day, man. <laughs> well, let's know, talk right? now, Law. <laughs> let's talk now. Oh my God! What's up, hey, man? Let's, hey, you what's your thoughts on Gallup before we get out of here? The last seconds. What's your thoughts, bro? No, you saw the he had a drop. No. Oh. <laughs> I will save it, man. We'll save it. <laughs> we'll talk about we'll it. save. He gonna, he gonna stand tall. Hey, you was right though, boss. You you said it yourself. You said he was dialed in at the uh, Cowboys experience. He was, bro. Oh. He was dialed all the way in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he law. Did he smile one time? Not one time. You said he was dialed in, dog. Say, I ain't never seen him like that. No problem. No problem. Yeah, because he usually like to kiss babies and do all that other stuff, man. 
But this time, Michael Gallup, he was all business. He had to run it up. Can check us out? Yeah. Yeah, man. We're gonna run it up on Kansas City. Let's get it. I've been really in the field, I don't wish I let a feel lately. I just wanna run it yeah, up. Feeling, feeling good. Don't need no Jack deals, I make the deal. Have to take it to a meal lately. Yes, I just sir. wanna run it up. Yeah. Time to check a song. Lately, I just wanna run it up. Final words, baby. Y'all watch out for the final word. We just getting started, man. Greens and pinks is all the same. I still sit and roll my chains. Take some losses when I play. Charge it to the game. I'm with L, yeah, I'm with T Black, I'm with Revin now. I'm with Bay, yeah, I'm with J, yeah, I'm with Chuck and now. Still the same, I switch it out. Now it's about loyalty. Ah, I'm for the bag and that's what more to me. Yeah. I mix Nike with designer. Yes, indeed. You just rock what's on the shelf and I'm not feeling it. Search for the one, but baby Man, girl, it's there's nothing real as this. Can't trust the soul, I keep the hammer, call it too legit. Uh. I've been really in the field. <laughs> it puts you in the groove. Yeah. It puts you in the groove, bro. Yeah. <laughs>